if I went to therapy, my therapist would just be very confused. Like, I'm, I'm not really sure how to treat this person because he's talking he about. He knows more than me. <laughs> he's, he's talking about uh, alley explosions and fireworks <laughs> and like the political dichotomy of uh, progressivism within China and I don't know what. And I mean, basically, your whole Google feed would be your session <laughs> or your, your YouTube searches. I walk in, I just hand her my algorithm. <laughs> I'm like, here. That's me? <laughs> Tell me what's wrong with me. Look at my YouTube history. <laughs> Actually, I think that would really... That would really say a lot about you. That would be... They'd be, they'd be like, that he's very complex. That should be a first <laughs> date where you just you just show them... You show each other your algorithm <laughs> and then you begin the first date. That would be a really good business. We should do that. Yeah. Submit your stuff and we'll match you with someone. You know, I always say that... <laughs> Because you know me, I, I, I think about things from a, a very scientific perspective, but if you went on a first date, well, when you want on a first date, typically what you do is you spend the first half hour just poking around their life, right? Like Where seeing you where you can blah, find blah, blah. Some, some kind of connection and then you go out like, oh, what school did you go to? Where'd you grow up? Like this and that. And you find something and you go, oh, let me dive deeper into that. So. And you ask a hundred questions about that one thing, but the first 15, 20 minutes, you're bumbling around, poking at different parts of their life, hoping to find something. Yeah, you're like, and to see if you like them, too. You're like, mm -hmm. Exactly. What if, before you went on a first date, you both had, like, menus. You know, you have a restaurant menu. But if you had a menu of who you are, and you exchange that menu, the first 15 seconds, you'd be going through, like, the resume or who they are, what they like to do, and you, you would be like, Oh, hey, you know what? I, I do this too. Oh, great. And you immediately have a connection rather than saying, well, what school did you go to? Where'd you grow up? What do you like to do? Who you, all that stuff. What kind of music do you like? It can be, you can get to that point so much quicker and immediately start talking about stuff that you like. That would be ideal because then it would stop wasting a lot of our time. But how would you <laughs> feel? Like, let's say you and I went on a date and I actually did that. I go, hey, I brought a menu about who I am. If you'd like to look at it. <laughs> I feel like that should be given before. Or it's not a blind date. It's like, it's just you asked me on a date. And I was like, yeah, and then you gave it to me. Yeah, but would, I mean, realistically, if I, if you went on a date and I did that, what would you think? I'd be like, he's a dorky. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if it was you. <laughs> But like like a regular guy, <laughs> like a regular guy. Because you know when people go on dates, it's, it's a complete facade. It is not who they are whatsoever. No, because everyone's like trying you trying to impress the person. Yeah. So when you go on a date, the first half hour is just complete BS, basically. Like you're not really gonna find out who the person is. You're gonna find out who they want you to think they are. I don't know. And on that note, welcome <laughs> to another episode of the Let's Grow Podcast. <laughs> I'm Fabian, and of course, we have with me the beautiful Maddie Moore. And today's topics are a little bit everywhere. So sit back and enjoy the ride because we, don't, we really don't know where the rocket ship's going to go, but we're <laughs> going to have fun getting there. Uh, but Maddie, congratulations. You just had, uh, you've been having a lot of success with business. So congratulations on that. I know you've been working really hard. And one thing that I do want to talk about today is goal setting and reorienting uh, your goals for the next six months, next year, etc. I know. I can't believe it's already been six months. I mean, well, seven now because it's July 1st. 
that's crazy. Yeah. In fact, I, I know I was telling you before this, but I can't believe it's going to be my one year anniversary of biking across America in two days. That's so bizarre. It feels like you literally did that yesterday. Like I remember texting you like where to go in St. Louis, like to eat. Yeah. <laughs> that was and, a year ago. And uh, today, uh, well, depending on where you're listening today, but this today is July 1st. Yeah. July 1st last year, I was exiting. I was in eastern Pennsylvania dying. Like my everything, everything hurt. Oh, my god! I wanted to just not. I didn't want to give up. My body did. My mind didn't. And my friend Destine, who I grew up with, who now lives in New Jersey, she came, drove out to, to Pennsylvania to ride the last two days with me oh and motivate gosh. me. Yeah. And it really helped because she's she was doing that 60 hard or whatever it's called. The 75 day seven, by first yeah. form. And uh, she was on it, and she's all, and she wasn't getting any carbs. And I go, honey, you're, you're going to have to eat carbs. <laughs> we're we're biking die. across an entire state. Like, she's like, no, 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 no. And she didn't eat any carbs. So I'll give it to her. I mean. She was okay? Yeah. Or was she, she exhausted? She she did well. She she was mad. She's a strong person. You know, those kind of people were like. Never want to show weakness. Uh, Destiny, if you're listening, so I love you. <laughs> but, you know, those people, there's just, she's very motivating. I remember there was a video I saw today. I was looking up some more videos. I was dying. I was in bed, just not wanting. And she bust in the door with breakfast. Wake up, everybody. I brought breakfast. <laughs> Fabian, get your butt up. We're biking. And I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're like, ma'am, I've been doing this and I'm tired. It was, it was incredible. But anyway, like I said, congratulations on, on your success uh, that you've been having. Thank been you. A lot of sponsorships, endorsements, yeah, um, partnerships. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about uh, your your you are now the exclusive nutritionist and meal prepper for uh, Built RX. Yeah, so I'm uh, like you said, the exclusive nutritionist and meal prep prepper. I don't even know how to say the proper terminology for that. But uh, essentially, whenever they opened up the outdoor gyms, I just started working out there with my trainer that I have now and networked along with everyone that worked out there and works there. And so it was pretty cool. It's just like developed into a really good relationship with Jim. And I love everybody there. They're my family. Um, but yeah, so I just took headshots for that today for a business card for them. So awesome. I'll be doing that. And it's a goal of mine to for sure work with other gyms and spread my name that way because my meals that I do do are results oriented. So having them at gyms just makes sense. Yeah, I, I think for a gym, especially for like a boutique gym, having someone they can call upon for stuff like that is critical because everyone has different body shapes, different genetics, different like uh, habits. Uh, just culturally they're different so to have to be able to, to tell someone hey like if you're not getting the results you have we have someone on call like on staff that can that can help you get the extra mile and you're that person yeah rather than being like just keep working out and I hope it works out yeah no of course it's it's the results speak in themselves with your diet and of course the workouts I believe it's what is it like over 80% is related to your, your nutrition and the rest is the gym so um, I like that Built our X cares about their clients and offers that now, and I'm honored to be a part of the team. So awesome, awesome, yeah. And, and I know you have uh, a few other sponsorships, and that actually leads me to, I mean, you've been here for over a year now, right, in LA? Since last March, Since last yeah. March. Okay, so just over a few a year. more, yeah. And uh, have you done like 
goal reorienting, reorienting, like reorganize your goals and yeah. or, or making them, made them bigger than they were because you already reached them? Yeah, you know, like for me, a, a lot of it was based on obviously getting clients. Moving here was scary and not having any set clients. So, uh, you know, I was just kind of thinking, I actually have a planner. It's called the Passion Planner. If anyone wants a really good planner for sticking to your goals, it helps you just write out goals for the weekend itself and then there's a six month area that i just filled out and it asks you that question so in the planner i literally was like okay well i have this many clients now i want xyz clients by the end of the year um i am working on expanding my business but that's a whole other thing and that's still obviously something that i want to continue to do um and figure out but um modeling i've hit a lot of my goals with uh you know i model for a company full time not full time but half the time and a half the time i cook and coach or whatever but um yeah so that was like something that i didn't think i would hit so far in a you know one year mark of living here so i just want to be able to continue to grow and keep getting really good paid jobs and be able to do what i want my biggest word of advice to any young professional is don't be a don't be scared and like doubt yourself because I didn't think I could move here and do this so soon. And I did. And it's been empowering. So, well, to be honest, I know a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but I know there's a good amount of people that see a pretty girl and they're like, well, she's successful just, just because she's pretty. Like I can't do that. Or like, well, yeah, I mean, she's hot. So of course she's going to get stuff handed to him. But uh, it's not easy, and, no. and 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 that's speaking from you know I am a hot girl, <laughs> hot girl summer. <laughs> no, but especially in Hollywood where it's so cutthroat, like there's a lot of really good looking yes. people here. So coming from us from a state, and I mean, if anyone listening out here and you're thinking about making a move or you made the move and or you're finding it hard to compete in the sea of just humanity that it's all trying to be successful. Uh, I mean, what is what are some of the things that you found that other people can take from and, and help be successful, like little tidbits that's helped you? Yeah, honestly, don't be afraid to ask for help. I think a lot of people think they can do everything on their own. Um, if you're looking to be like in the modeling or acting scene, network with other people that have the same passions as you don't don't think it's competition because i promise you a lot of my modeling stuff it's because i went out on foot and went to like these modeling uh like for, like i did not get paid i went and just took pictures with photographers i networked with photographers and models i got referred um they helped me with my social media following just putting yourself out there that's the number one thing and don't be scared because i definitely was and i wish i wouldn't have been so scared and now i'm like i'm definitely way more confident and it's helped my career grow and that goes for any any area obviously but you know there's there's something that's very critical and very important especially in this digital age is face-to-face contact so there's something i saw it was a meme i think but it was like one of these rich yuppies or whatever right and he goes you keep emailing all all of your uh, potential customers i'm having lunch with them who do you think is going to win and it's it's very true. Yeah. Like a face face connection is even more important now that everything's digital. Yeah. So anyone can send you an email, right? Uh, you could get tons of spam email per day. But if someone's like, hey, like let's do a lunch together, want to chat, or I want to take you out for lunch, let's chat business or whatever. One of my buddies, what he's doing is he's setting, uh, he's contacting people that live in other states that he wants to do business with, and he goes, hey, listen. What are you doing for Tuesday Tuesday afternoon? I'm going to fly from California to have lunch with you. And when they're like, you're going to fly here just to have lunch with me? <laughs> uh, you know, they're like, wow, 
that's commitment. And he's landed. He's doing extremely well right now. He's landed almost all of the deals that he's flown out because it's not just an email. He's like, hey, I'm going to fly out to meet you and have lunch. Let's do this. Like that shows commitment. Yeah, so, and confidence too, which people like in business because that means you know you're legit. Yeah. So that's that's one thing is is uh, get in front of their face. Get have eye to eye contact with that person. Um, have build memories that are actually physical rather than just digital. Yeah, and because you can tell it just it's a sincerity thing too. Like you can tell when someone's unless they're a brilliant manipulative person. But for the most part, you can tell if it's genuine common interest and you really can talk about it. You can tell in person, even over the phone. Text messages can be misconstrued. Same with emails. So it's just so important to be able to just read people and and see how they feel as well as obviously what they know. Yeah, again, I mean, you're not going to, well, you can marry someone without ever meeting them, but the chances of you doing that are very slim to none. Like, you want to know how they are, how they act under pressure, how they react under different circumstances, because like we were talking with the dating thing, everyone could put on, a, you know, a charade for someone, but it's when they get hit from the left and right with different things, is that's when they show the true colors. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know, you're dating someone for a few months and you'll finally see how they are when you <laughs> trip with them for a yeah. few days or vacation. Or you spend like more than an hour a day with them running around or something it's like way different absolutely but i i think goal re goal reorienting is is really really important um yeah my goals this year <laughs> i mean i i took a slightly different route so i like that yeah challenge. you completely changed your your job area uh, within a year <laughs> yeah we you know we we expanded a lot upon what we what i was already doing helping people <laughs> But one of my goals this year, and I've said it, is to do the splits. I mean, you not, have you gotten all the way there yet? I'm, I know you I'm, were close. Uh, I'm basically there. <laughs> I'm basically. There. You have six more months to figure it out. Or and, five. Yeah. No, I I can do it in like a few days if I really try. Yeah. I'm I'm 95 percent there. Wow. But another thing was I just wanted to get random certifications, like learn random stuff, but like at a deeper level that I then you know than just like a base level. So. Got my nutritionist certification. I wanted to be cool like you. Yes, I inspired you. Oh, um, you. Took took a few pistol courses with my friends at Draken Training, which is amazing, like tactical training courses. Yeah, I'm not coming next shooting. time. Yes, you are. Yes. Um, took a blockchain course, you know, getting really in-depth in blockchain. We're doing something really cool with crypto. And, I mean, that's that's really been my, my goals for 2021. Uh, oh, and my next is to uh, place top five in a chess tournament. So that's I'm excited for you. Yeah, you, you better We've, be there. We both know how to play chess, which yeah. is super random. So you're gonna you're gonna join the tournament with me? Oh, okay, I will. Okay, hey, why not? I'm not very good, but you know what? It's the thought that Look, counts. I've never I've never joined a chess tournament. Have you? I played in chess club when I was in second grade. That counts. Okay, first and second. So I, I've never been in a chess tournament, but. Now I'll say, I mean, you know, now I could say I've played in a chess tournament because there's there's something of playing, like playing somebody one-on-one and uh, there's no one that's helping you. There's not a coach out there helping. It's just, you don't even talk to each other. You just stare at the board and you strategize in your head and you calculate. Yeah. There's something in that. It's like very primal because um, there are a certain set of rules you have to abide by and it's just you versus, and there's, there's no, you, there's no breaks. It's just chess. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually like a mental game. You actually have to use your brain. You can't just be like, I'm going to maybe go there. 
like Minesweep or what's that game, Minesweeper? Yeah. Where you just click it because you're kind of guessing. You like try to be smart about it, but then it's like you really don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know, there's actually uh, a mathematical formula, not a mathematical, for, but a probability, a probabilistic formula that you can use on, on Minesweeper. I don't know it. Oh, wow. But I've, I've seen some people like. Those are the kind of card counter, uh, card counter type of people, though. I, I don't have that. I don't have I'm that. I'm blessed with that. No, I can't do that. See, that's the thing. I thought it was just guessing, so that says a lot about me. No, it's <laughs> definitely a probabilistic uh, way to do it, just like solving Rubik's cube, a Rubik's cube. I know those people that can do it in like one second. It's crazy. Yeah, I that's that, that might be next year's goal is the Rubik's, Rubik's cube. cube. Yeah. I, I have faith in you. I mean, look. But by, by the time you're in the grave, you want to do as many things in life as you possibly can, right? Like, just try it. Just for the sake of trying yeah. it. Like, one thing that I realized going across the country is America is massive. Like, it is huge. And it is so beautiful. Like, there are so many natural wonders in just America. You don't have to go to, like, France to go see the Eiffel Tower. Like, yeah, it's a metal building. But when you see beautiful nature that man can't even construct it's just happen that's like like wow the world is really really big and most people don't see barely any of it that's crazy huh it really is and it's a lot of it is because going back to the goals thing people are scared like i definitely want to be able to travel and like see everything because like why wouldn't you you know i do i agree um, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of of just traveling and, and seeing the world. Like, who cares? Well, obviously, I wrote a book. I want to travel, but how to overcome your <laughs> no. So You're like, I already thought this through. I literally wrote a book about just how to go and travel. Um, I'll probably put a link somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, you can put the link in the bio. Yeah. Uh, of this one. So that was my first thing is I wanted to write a book and get it published. I was like, I don't know any publishers. I don't know how to write a book. How do I get edited? So I literally had my book edited by the person who wrote How to Write Books for Dummies. <laughs> I sent her a letter, actual letter, and she goes, you know what? I love the topic of your book. Um, this is after I got lost in a volcano or whatever. And so she literally charged me half price to edit my book. And I was like, oh, thank you. She said, I'm going to have a fun time. So you send them the manuscript, like the actual printed papers in the mail. She does all the editing on, by you know, pen and sends it back to you, like mails it back. Then you have this massive manuscript you have to edit and reorganize based off her notes. Rewrite everything, then go find a publisher. And, uh, it's, it's Wow. Yeah. I need it. I need to read it. Do you have it? Uh, I think I have a copy. I want somewhere. to. But, uh, yeah, just do it. Just go travel. Yeah. Well, money is, is, is just money. So, at the end of the day, the memories are worth it. You know, there's one thing I, I say a lot, and if you're listening to this, you know it's true, is the worse situations, you're, the worse a situation is that you're in, the better story it will be for later. Yep. So, I mean, obviously not if it's a danger, you know, you're like uh, almost killed or, or, you know, whatever. But like, for me, like one time we were driving to Vegas and my buddy didn't put any oil in his car and he blew the engine. We had to get a tow truck to Vegas, and it was a whole thing. We left the car in a random place, then, you know, they found out it was him, and the cops came after him because he was leaving. It was, you know, but those situations, it was really bad because we were sweating. We wanted to get there. It was hot. We were in a desert, broken down. I had to run five miles to go get oil. Uh, that was in a heart attack. 
But those are stories that make the best retelling later on. In your <laughs> right. Yes. Like when you had COVID after you just moved here. Yeah. I'm sure that sucked, but now you're laughing about it. Right. It's just something that we go through. It's a part of our story. It's weird. Yeah. It helps to develop who you are. Yeah. So that we can go on dates and write essays about it. Oh, our menus. <laughs> Listen, promise me that one day you'll go on a date and with a straight face, <laughs> you'll give them a menu about yourself, like a resume. <laughs> they would literally be like, she already has this planned out. I don't know. I'm curious. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment to see if that would be weird. <laughs> because honestly, I think it's amazing. <laughs> I think that's the way. I think it should be normal to do that. Like, would would you want it on the date or before the date? No. Well, not before. Not before. Uh, He's like, it would be too weird. <laughs> no, you know why? Because you can figure out ways to like act like you know what they're talking about. You could Google. You can research. But it's not genuine. It's mm. genuine. It's right here. You know, and uh, when it is. You'll know real quick what they like, how they like, or rather, what they like, uh, and how they are. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, there's a Black Mirror episode, actually. So that very show's similar. great. You know the one I'm talking about? What do they do in it? Where they go, where the app tells you who to date. It's like oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, a, it like chimes or something. It tells you how long you have with the person that you're dating. Oh, yeah. So yes. it'll say you have... 24 hours or yeah. like four years. Yeah. Oh my God. That show's so crazy. That show's great. Whoever I, I whoever thought that, shut up. They're they're a lot, but well, they're interesting. It's interesting. But what I like is that the episodes are all different, written by different people. Really? Yeah. They're all written oh, by wow. different people. My favorite is Nosedive. It's actually Ron Howard, you know, uh, Ron, Ron Howard, the actor, director. His daughter is an actress. And, uh, it's about, have you seen it? Where social media is your credit. Yes, or, yes, yes. That's my favorite. And it can go down if people don't like you. Yes. That shit is literally, the meaning behind it is so great. Like, when you sit there and think about it, because think about if something if someone does something wrong, then they lose followers, right? Which means that they lose popularity or worth. Yep. So it's literally the symbolism is, like, massive. Well, you know, that's it's called social credit, and China already does that. What do you mean they you already wanna, do that? Do you want me to freak you out right now? What? So, China has something called the social credit score. You're going to have to research this. No, fuck no. And there are biometric scanners all, uh, uh, all over China, or biometric facial recognition cameras. And it tracks everywhere you go. So, if you go to the store and you buy above the amount of alcohol that they think is normal, let's say two bottles a month is normal. If you buy four bottles, your social credit goes down because you are drinking you're an alcoholic. too much. You are drinking too much. If a girl passes by you and you look around and look at her butt and no. a camera catches you, no. your social credit goes down. No way. Everything you do has a social credit score. And what here's the, the thing. What the fuck? If you have low credit, you cannot buy a plane ticket. You can't buy a train ticket. You can't rent a car. So just like in the movie where she had to get a, like a crappy car because yeah. her credit was low, yeah, that's exactly what they do in China. So 
There's a documentary, uh, a documentary on YouTube where there is this reporter guy and he was exposing Chinese political figures that were uh, engaging in like prostitution, drugs, and they're supposed to be, you know, they're part of the, uh, the Chinese uh, political party or whatever. They literally lowered his credit so low that he can't get a plane ticket, he can't get a train ticket, he can't rent a car, he's stuck. Imagine that. He can't get a ticket because everything is digital. What the hell? That's insane. Yeah, and it's that's the social that's the social credit, and that's why there's a lot of uh, privacy lawsuits against facial recognition cameras out there because they can do stuff like that. Yeah, of course. That's like an invasion of privacy almost. That's a lot. Well, and you know what's funny is so we have a credit score now. Obviously, it's just yeah. a number that represents your ability to repay money or people. Yeah. The social credit score is like the next evolution. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'd be fine. I think I'm a pretty good person, but damn, that's crazy. Well, there's there's two types of people in China. There's a type of people who don't care. They're like, yeah, okay, like I don't do anything bad anyway. Then you have the people who just don't want it because like hey, you're a free person, you can do whatever you want. Like, you know, a, a group of people don't control the land. They're gonna die in fifty years. Right. Like, well, why should they control what you do on an everyday basis? Yeah. As long as they're not hurting anybody. Right. So. If I want to check out someone, I want to be able to check out someone. Imagine you you, you, know, you check out a guy's butt and your and your credit goes boom boom boom. It like makes a loud noise and then you're embarrassed. You're like shit. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, that's that's a social credit system in 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 China right now. Um, you know, it's it's crazy. It's 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 here. It's been here. It's been. It's not new. It's been here for a while. That's insane. Yeah. I'm mind blown. So maybe uh, if you have a social credit, you would re- reorient your goals better. Right. Yeah. Well, shit. You'd have to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maddie, do you want to say anything before we get out of here? I think we took a little rocket ship all the way to the moon and back. We always do. Um. I hope everyone has a safe 4th of July. I know I'm going to Vegas. Yes, you are. So I'm going to get lit, but I'm going to be safe. So yeah, you better carry your pepper spray with you. Bro, I don't have it. I'll get you some more. Yeah, a penthouse took it. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, until next time, uh, we will see you later. Bye, guys. <laughs>